This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, June 16th. State baseball championships are today. We've gotten to the end of the baseball season. That's going to wrap up for the Minnesota State High School League today. And let's recap some of these state baseball tournaments in Class A. Of course, winning Section 5A was Hinkley Finlayson. They lost in that first round game 4-3 to to Lyle Pacelli. And then they ended up beating New Ulm Cathedral 6-1 in the semifinal game, so Lyle Pacelli in that championship game against Foston on the other side of the bracket as Belgrade Bruton El Rosa beat Southridge 2-1 and Foston beat Legacy Christian Academy 11-1. In the semifinal game, Foston played Belgrade Bruton El Rosa and Foston won by a 7-5 score, which has the three-seeded Lyle Pacelli against the five-seeded Foston. And that is how this bracket shakes out by the one seed in that tournament, Southridge. They lost right away to Belgrade Brutonel Rosa. In the third place game, New Ulm Cathedral beat Belgrade Brutonel Rosa to take third place. And Hinkley Finlayson lost 11 0 in that uh, uh, first consolation game in St. Cloud against Yellow Medicine East. In the 2A bracket, as we take a look at things there, you'll hear a familiar name in the championship game because it's Purim. The Yellow Jackets, the random draw team, ended up beating the three-seeded Foley 7-4. And then they played Fairmont, who beat Belle Plaine 9-2. Fairmont was the two-seed, and Purim decided to beat them 3-2. And that's how they got in the championship game against a familiar face for the Yellow Jackets. Number one-seeded Esco, the Eskimos, beat St. Agnes in their first-round game 1-0. And then... They played Cannon Falls. Cannon Falls beat Holy Catholic Family 2-1 in their first-round matchup. Esco beat Cannon Falls 7-2 to set up this matchup. So if Perham were to win the state championship, uh, they would have had to beat the three-seed, the two-seed, and the one-seed all as a random draw. That game will be at 1 o'clock this afternoon at CHS Field in St. Paul, home of the St. Paul Saints. So looking... Again, at the 3A bracket, we won't go too heavy into this. Matamidi plays New Prague. That's at 430. And the 4A baseball championship, Rosemount and East Ridge at 730 p.m. at CHS Field in St. Paul today. So that's your high school little tidbit for today. And then, of course, things really kind of wrap up for the most part with uh, golf happening uh, this week and with the state track and field meet and state softball tournament happening last week. And, you know, there's lacrosse and there's maybe another spring sport or two I'm forgetting. But I think that that pretty much puts a bow on spring sports and on the athletic school year for 2022-2023. And uh, by the way, speaking of wrapping things up for that school year, we're going to have our final Wolverines Weekly on KWAD tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. And if you miss it then, you can always listen to it on our website, wadinaradio.com, or you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, uh, I mentioned before the break that I did not want to talk Twins baseball. And you might ask yourself, hey, CJ, why didn't you want to talk Twins baseball? Weren't the Twins up 4-1 to one in the middle innings at the, uh, uh, during their game against the Detroit Tigers, who had only won only one ball game so far in this calendar month? And I'd say this might have been what ruined it for me. Here's the pitch on the way. A little number second base. Fielded by Farmer. He looks to home and then gets the out. 
at first base. Wasn't hit hard off the end of the bat. Farmer came up, and there's the contact play with good speed with Baez at third base, head first slide. They lead 5-4 now. Yeah, the Tigers then proceeded to have two different three-run innings and scored seven unanswered runs to beat the Twins 8-4 to yesterday. So that's great. It's great. I mean, not that the Tigers are like a legitimate threat to the division, but they've only won one game in the last three weeks and you gave them their second win? Come on. Come on. Uh, the controversy in this game, though, uh, I mean, outside of it being an ugly loss and outside of the lineup not getting a hit for the final four innings, uh, the other bad part of this, or maybe not bad, but, but the one controversial thing to take out of this game is Sonny Gray was pulled after four innings on 80 pitches and uh, led to a lot of people on social media being frustrated. But even there was a, a bit of a conversation, let's just say, between Sonny Gray and manager Rocco Baldelli that took place in the dugout when Baldelli pulled Gray from the game. Uh, it was in between innings. He didn't like come out to the mound and do it. But uh, here's what Rocco had to say on the ordeal. It's never an easy call to take out a starter uh, at that point in the game like Sonny because he does compete really well and he does fight through situations really well. Even when he's not feeling maybe quite like himself, that is a tough decision on my end. But at that point in the game with what I was watching, that's the decision I thought was absolutely the right decision in the moment. And that said, uh, I want to allow our guys to keep going and keep uh, keep pushing and get that extra inning. Um, and I want them to desire that. I want them to uh, even fight for it at times. That works That that works perfectly fine um, for me. Our goal when we go out there every day, and our players know this, our goal is to win the game. That's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that I think about, and I, it's not something that I'm afraid to tell them um, at any point, ever. And uh, so I'm, I'm really good with the competitiveness and uh, and uh, the way that Sonny approaches his job and the way that he does it every time he makes his, uh, makes his start. So, um, you know, the way the game played out after that makes everything even more frustrating for, uh, for all of us, myself included, and uh, no one feels good about that game, the, the way that it went uh, uh, up and down. But, um, you know, the decisions are challenging sometimes and we have to make them and, uh, and live with them. Well, and, and here's the thing, and look, I mean, Rocco's going to get ripped by people who don't like Rocco Baldelli, and I get it. I get it. It's frustrating to only see your starter go four innings, especially when it's Sonny Gray, who, by all accounts, is the team's ace this season, but here's the thing, and people say, well, four innings, he only threw 80 pitches. Why did he get pulled so early? The Rocco, and my favorite thing on social media, Rockhead keeps pulling, uh, keeps pulling these guys way too early, and I do get the frustration because when we think of starting pitching, we think of guys going seven innings, and if they don't go seven innings in a start, you know, he must not have had his best stuff, so to only go four innings you know, it's really weird, especially for a veteran like Sonny Gray, who keeps pounding the table, To uh, did it in the offseason and mentioned it throughout last season. You know, I want to start longer in games. And and obviously, and Sonny, like Rocco said, Sonny Gray is a competitor. He wants to do that, but I'm going to say that everything requires context. So when you look in the context of that start, he, he went 80 pitches in four innings. That's a lot through four innings. That's averaging 20 pitches an inning. You usually want... You know, a good clean inning is anywhere from 10 to 15 pitches in an inning. So he's throwing at most 10, at least five extra pitches an inning. It wears him down a little bit. He probably would have been able to only go one more 
at best. And obviously, Giovanni Moran came in the game, and the Twins instantly gave up the lead uh, in that fifth inning when Gray would have came out there. And I get hindsight's twenty twenty. I get it. Uh, but Giovanni Moran was playing well in that game. Sonny Gray was not. He had a season high five walks. He wasn't. Sonny Gray always kind of labors in his starts. His starts always like end up. Typically, Sonny Gray will pitch six innings and only give up like three runs and strike out a decent amount of people. But it always feels like he gets a couple extra base runners, maybe more than he should. And he, you know, this just kind of happens here or there. And that's not to say Sonny Gray was bad, but it's just this uh, generally. It's not to say, he's a really good pitcher, one of the Twins' best this season. Uh, but to say that he didn't have his best stuff tonight. So why are you going to leave him in there? if you don't think he's got his best stuff because you want to save him for a start when he does have that stuff working. For his account, here's what uh, Sonny Gray had to say after the game. I think we're playing really good baseball right now. I wouldn't take tonight's game and, and say like, oh, that you know, we're – I would take ton, tonight's game as, as a, you know, hey, it, you know, it didn't work out and we lost the game. But I, I do feel like everyone's – I do feel like the energy and everything is is in the right direction right now, and everyone is is here to, to win, and and I, and I do feel like that is something that we are we are building upon. I wouldn't take one game from tonight, and and like I said, it didn't work out, and we lost the game tonight. But I, I do feel like we are we are definitely definitely going in the right direction, and I wouldn't look too much into into this into this one game. And yeah, Sonny Gray is the right attitude with all this. My point to say is that, I don't know, man, the Twins also, here's the thing about the Twins' bullpen and the pitching moves. The Twins, by the way, are still, I don't think they're the top team anymore, but they're second in the league in terms of innings per start. That's it's really good. Uh, the Twins have generally given their starters a longer leash, but the thing is, is in baseball generally, every team has their starters on a short leash. You want to know what team has the second least amount of innings per start? The Tampa Bay Rays, who have the second best or who have the absolute best record in all of baseball. Their pitchers don't pitch that long in games, which again, when you have a better bullpen, you can do that. The Twins don't necessarily have that bullpen. So there there's also that. Like I I get it. You can't look at everything in a vacuum, but I don't know, man. Twins lost an ugly one yesterday. I don't I don't blame people for being frustrated. Uh, in any way. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, June 16th.